You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to episode number 38 of the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. In this episode, we speak to Mel Ferrier. And she tells us that at one point in her life, the only running she ever did was to get to the cake in the tea room at work. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I am again very excited. I feel like I say this every time, but it's true. I have known Mel Ferrier for quite a few years, and I'm very excited that she has agreed to come and have a chat with us about her running story. So, Mel, welcome. Thank you, Michelle, and thanks for inviting me along. I'm very excited. I, feel, I thought I might start running out of um, running friends to talk to, but I, said, I think I still got heaps. So I'm doing well. I didn't realize I had so many friends who run. <laughs> so There's heaps of us out there. There is. And it seems to be growing, which is amazing. Yes. All right. Let's get into your story. Tell me, Mel, where are you from? Because I don't actually think you're from Tasmania. Am I right? Uh, well, sort of. not originally. I'm part Tasmanian. So my my mum's a Tasmanian. Fancy. So we lived here from the time I was eight to fifteen um, at Falmouth on the east coast of Tassie. Well, that is so cool. You're a big <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. I love the water, so mm. very lucky growing up near the beach. And then we moved to Brisbane. Ah. And I did my uni there and graduated. Uh, applied for jobs all around Australia, got one in Tassie and thought, I'll come for a year. And over 30 years later, I'm still here. You're still here. <laughs> That's awesome. So I did know I, I did know that there was sort of the Brisbane connection, but I didn't realise that you actually had, you know, a large chunk of your childhood here. So that's yes. really cool. That's yeah. Awesome. So while you were in Falmouth down at the beach, yes. what was your sporting you know, how, how did your sport look? What did that look like in your life? It definitely was not running. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I was the kid who pretended they were sick when it uh. was cross country. <laughs> <laughs> so I think a 100-metre sprint was about all I could manage for running. Um, so I enjoyed more of the team sports where you could chat and yeah. socialise. Yes, yeah. you are a bit social. Maybe that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> That stayed with you. <laughs> yeah. so Sorry. so you were kind of an avoider at school of of the running anyway of the running most definitely I was and interestingly I reflect I'm I follow rules and mm. on one cross country I do recall with a couple of friends who were non-runners we actually hid uh in the bushes and so that we didn't have to do the whole circuit and thought what? and then we'll just pop out at the end you didn't we, win, of course. No, we made we made sure that we came in, you know, semi-last. Yes. <laughs> and do you feel so like that's how bigger and avoider I was? Do you feel guilty about that? Oh, dreadfully. I know. Because if you're a rule follower and then you oh, break a rule. I know. But that's how much I hated running. <laughs> 
All right. So fast forward, yes. you, go, you go to uni. Yep. Yeah. And, and what did you study? Uh, psychology. And yes. so you got a, a degree in psychology. I did. Did you do any sporty kind of stuff while you were at uni? Um, no, a bit of netball. Yeah, that was so you, it. Yeah, yeah, netball, and pretty much that was it. I was lazy. You were lazy. <laughs> I was lazy. Yep. So let's fast forward to your running. When did yeah. you, how, how did that happen? Like <laughs> I know. Tell um, me. I used to dream. That I could run yeah and I was I'd be running along and enjoying it looking around and then you know and then I'd wake up in the morning and realize I couldn't run and it was quite devastating oh no <laughs> but I never I tried a few times to run tried running with a girlfriend a few times we ran along Invermay Road yeah. and people drove past us and threw um raw eggs at it so no sort of, way when was yeah, that yeah. how many years ago was that oh uh, maybe 20 years ago yeah a few years yeah. ago so that sort of turned me off running um <laughs> for a little while uh and then a good friend of ours Bev yeah um convinced me about 15 years ago to join a boot camp yeah and I do remember messaging the fellow who ran the boot camp just saying look I, I can't run so can I still come to boot camp? And of course, he said to me, everyone can run um, and we go at everyone's pace. So I joined uh, a boot camp and uh, fell in love with it because it was social, but it was exercise. Um, and we did a lot of, we didn't, you know, go for long runs. It was just sort of short intervals, but lots of um, cross-trained strength and core work, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was loving that for a couple of months. And then I turned up one day and he said to us all, we're going to do a, a timed run today. And based on your beat test, this is how far you'll run. Mm -hmm. And I was put in this group and he said, and you'll be running seven and a half kilometres. And I thought, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, off we went. And I ran seven and a half kilometres. And I have to say, it's probably the biggest high I've ever had in my life. Wow. And I was addicted then. I was hooked. So can you remember feeling, were you feeling really good about that run, that 7K? Were yeah. you feeling good during the whole run? Or was it at the end? Or how it did that? I actually felt okay through it because I realised I could keep going. And so. Because of the strength um, you'd build up, you think, in the boot camps? I think that was the real difference for me. It was all the strength work that I had done as well as the running because um, so, I'd never done that before. So maybe, you know, any other time when you'd started running, you just you just started just running. started and running. You know, <laughs> and then when you couldn't just keep running. Yes, exactly. I gave up. So I think that for me was the real key. And um, and so then, you know, the boot Camp, there were lots of people doing fun runs and so they said come do 5k fun runs I thought yes I can do that now so I kept signing up for 5k events and did lots of those and thought oh this is fun I reckon I could do a 10k so then did 10ks for a while and then I thought oh those half marathons maybe I could do one of those <laughs> so then I did a couple of those and then then I was it was the year, probably it was about a year and I was going to turn 50. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? 
I'm going to do one marathon before I turn 50. And so I signed up for the New York Marathon. And I do remember lots of my running friends, and you may well have been one of them, going, you won't just do one marathon. <laughs> or, or it's usually you either just do one or you do multiples. No one ever does two. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I did the New York Marathon uh, with a girlfriend and, uh, and then got addicted to marathons but they they had to be destination marathons so it was going somewhere in the world doing the marathon first up and then having an awesome holiday because you you're a bit of a traveler aren't you and uh, that, yeah definitely and that that's a bit of a motivator for as well on top yeah. of the the yes. the running high that you get yes as well. yeah I love traveling so <laughs> um a bit difficult at the moment but um yeah so then I got hooked on I hooked on marathons and How many of those have you done now? Convinced lots of my friends to do them. I've done New York twice, um, Dublin, yeah, Berlin, yes, and I was supposed to do London 2020, yeah, but obviously COVID stymied that. Put a mocker on that. Mm. Did you do like a virtual one for for London at all? Uh, no, no. I think was I injured or something at the time. I think I started. A, broke my toe and so I couldn't do the virtual one mm. not deliberately but, you know. <laughs> so what is it about marathons apart from the travel what is uh-huh. it do you think that you that you get out of it what do you like I you love orientated yeah I love the challenge um like it's I find the training really hard and it consumes so much of my time because I'm a yeah. slow runner yeah. Um, but I just really love the challenge. I love the goal and having a challenge and really pushing myself. So is it is it something about, okay, the goal's out here and yeah. here's a plan to get there and yes. all I have to do is worry about what I'm supposed to do this week if I don't have to yeah. focus on this big audacious thing at the end, <laughs> the yeah. 42.195K, but all of, just have to get all those steps in and then I'm... And that's it. That's exactly right. And it is about following the steps because I do remember finishing, I signed up the first marathon I did for a trading plan with New York, uh, New York Marathon Club. Mm-hmm. And I remember running my half marathon during the training plan and I got to the end and I thought, oh my God, how am I ever going to double this? And then that <laughs> night they sent me a message. You're probably wondering, how am I ever going to double this? <laughs> oh, yes, I am. I've read my mind. <laughs> and they... And they said, just focus on the moment, yep. follow the plan, trust the plan and the process. Wow. Don't think too far ahead. And, and you it was did because you were a rule follower. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it worked well for you. It worked well, yes. <laughs> All right. So your, what kind of regular running do you do? So what, how does running look in your life right now? Um, so I've had a couple of recent injuries, mm-hmm, maybe have. it's my age, um, but I don't seem to bounce as well. So, um, I'm recovering from a fractured foot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm being very careful. So I'm running three times a week. Yeah. Um, and then on the other days, cross training. So okay. swimming a couple of times a week at the moment yep. and boot camp and spin yep. classes. So you're doing plenty of plenty of moving, is yes. what I'm hearing. Yes. Do you have any goals with that moving? You... Uh, I'm just starting to sign up. We obviously, we're very lucky in Tassie. We've got yeah. events to sign up for. 
So, um, yes, I did the women's 5K at the weekend and I've signed up for Ross 10K and the Bernie 10K and then hopefully I'll do, hopefully, a half marathon at Cadbury Ah, early next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and try and get back into the long running again. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. hard, isn't it, when you can't do it? It's like, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, I've been told I'm a much nicer person when I'm running. That That is the thing. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> a thing. I can attest yeah. to that. Not just for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not the only one who's noticed how grumpy you get. <laughs> so, um, when you're running, are you running by yourself or you're running with others or a bit of a mix? Um, I love to um, meet a group. So often I'll, particularly on the weekends, meet uh, a group of girlfriends yeah. and then often we'll set off, we'll, we'll do the same course, but all run at our own pace often yeah. and then just meet back at the end yeah. and that obviously then do coffee and breakfast. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I don't mind running on my own. I find it quite sort of therapeutic and peaceful, yeah. do lots of thinking yeah. Um, but likewise, if there's somebody who runs at my pace, I don't, I quite enjoy doing that as well and having, having a chat. chat. Yeah. <laughs> so I when you, yeah, I do find I'm more motivated to run if I know there's somebody there waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know all about that. <laughs> um, do you listen to stuff when you're running by yourself or, you know, you're going to be running by yourself? Do you take a uh, Not, not at the moment. So I've gone through phases mm. where um, I have listened to music and then other times it just irritates me. So I, at the moment I'm in a music irritates me and I just <laughs> like to run with nothing. With nothing. So what, you don't have to give us the gory details, but what are you thinking about when you're running? What kind? Oh, of look, it can vary. If, if I've got work, can be a bit stressful for me. So if that's the case, then sometimes it's just working through work stuff, mm-hmm. and I can come up with some really great ideas when yeah. I'm running. Um, but at other times, I'm a daydreamer. Mm. So you know, I just daydream. Sometimes I'm, you know, winning a race or. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, so you know, yeah. Uh, anything really to distract me from uh, my heavy breathing. <laughs> um, so, do you when when you're running? Do you run a lot in the city or in the like on the trails? Or are you... look, yeah, a bit of both. I'm a bit wary of trails at the moment because that's how I injured myself. Uh, so, at the moment, mainly roads or really sort of good paths like trail paths um but I like a bit of both I love road running um but I also enjoy some of the beautiful trails that we've got in Tassie so what what do you like about road running what keeps you going Uh, I find it easy to run on the road like under the foot yeah um so I enjoy that and and I find um just with trails just same with right there's so much to look around and see yeah I remember yeah. years ago when I used to run from an office in town 
it, I would run to suburbs I'd never been to and spend yes. most of my time staring at houses and things that I'd not seen before. You know, it was yeah, all that. Just, it was like tourism in my yeah. own town. It's but my great, isn't it? <laughs> I get, yeah, you know, look at houses, get ideas, you know, what I could do in my garden or what colour I could paint my house. Um, and then if you run past and see somebody's doing some renos, it's nice to run past a few months later and check out the progress. See what they've done. Yeah. Um, so do you, like, I've been talking a lot about mindful running over the last, uh, over this year, actually. And uh-huh. one of the things that I've noticed when you go running in towns is the smells. Oh, part yes. of being mindful is like your senses. And, and a lot of us don't talk about that, but <laughs> certainly when you're in the city, you get lots of, you know, running in suburbs and things, you get lots yes. of smells, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yes. What kind of smells do you think of? If I ask you that, like, what have you smelt when you've been running? I made The that. one smell that I absolutely hate when I'm running is if you run past somebody who's smoking, being oh, a yeah, smoker. Um, yes. So I normally try and suck in, I see them, I try and suck in a big breath and run past them. But then the awful thing is sometimes they say hello and then I feel obligated to say hello back. Hello, when you let your breath out. (laughs) And then quickly gasp back in again and realise you've taken all the smoke and you're trying to avoid. Yes, yeah. (laughs) I know I can make that smell of toast you know in the morning oh, yes. sometimes or if you happen to run in the evening and all the evening sort of dinner the smells, evening smells. yeah <laughs> I tend to be a morning runner so um you don't get those nice smells or barbecues etc in yeah. the morning but bread if you run up yeah true I need Wellington to run Street. past some bakeries don't <laughs> I <laughs> bakery and there was for a while like in May um there was like a jam or something a bit of, well more like chutney kind of smell so I think there was oh, that was doing that and I'm like, oh okay it was quite Ooh, nice yeah. that one out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know taking in all of the things that are going on around us so, um, yes it's quite yeah. Um, yeah yeah you alluded earlier to your job and how stressful it is yes um do you find that running what how do you think you would cope with the things that go on in in your work uh-huh. if you didn't have running like how would you cope um, with that? yeah not well and I did find that out so earlier this year when I broke my foot and mm. couldn't run uh and it was quite a stressful time at work and uh I could feel I feel my blood pressure rising yeah. and Things that normally I would cope with, I got really irritated with and I expressed my views probably, um, maybe not in the best manner. Um, And so I really struggled. I really struggled big time and I knew I was struggling. And then when I was able to start running again and I said to my colleagues, um, oh, I feel so much better now that I can run. And they went, yeah, we're glad to have you back. (laughs) wow yeah I thought okay so it just wasn't me everyone else noticed as well so just think what um your life would have been like if you not started running I well, know not to mention their lives yeah <laughs> their exactly <laughs> yeah just the, uh, so, so I did it was a real appreciation for me hmm. about the huge impact running has on my mental health as well as my physical health yeah like it's just that like a bit of relief or something yes. or, or some me time. There's something that we've been talking about as well, that kind of it's a space where you can just be 
you in this moment, one step in front of the other, on yeah. a trail down the road or whatever. Um, and if you want to think about work, you can. If you don't want yeah. to, you know, you can't do anything about it right now. There's no, you can't use the computer or the phone or whatever. Yes. So yeah. you just have to be there in that. That's moment. it. And it really clears the head, I mm. find, if you go out for a run. Mm. Mm. Do you ever run through the day at work if you're feeling like, <laughs> that's it, I'm out the door? <laughs> oh, I've never actually done that. No. Um, maybe I should try it. Could yeah, like a little decompression. I did read an article the other day. Actually, I think I put it up on on Instagram, um, where they said that people who run at work, like at lunchtime or whatever, um, yeah. they can't, they're much more productive and mm. have more clarity after their runs. Okay, for the rest of the that work day. So does make sense. That might be worth going out. Mm. And even taking a couple of your colleagues out for a, yeah. or a short little, I shouldn't say necessarily quick, it doesn't matter, but like a 4K little jog or something. Yes, true. Yeah. Mm. There's something you can implement at the office. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about identity. You touched on that then too with the injury. And we often talk about that in the podcast. Mm. Um, and when we attach our identity around mm. running, Yes. Or anything actually that can be taken away from us so easily. Yeah. Um, it sounded like you did, you, I mean, you, you did notice that there was something going on. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. From a professional point of view, <laughs> how, how do you think people or all of us can cope with that kind of thing? Like, how do we, is it that we say, yes, I'm a runner, like identity is a runner. But yeah. when I can't run, actually, I'm I'm someone who likes to stay fit. Like I'm someone yeah. who do things that will keep me fit. Because I know, I know you that you didn't just stop running. I mean, well, you did just stop running, but you didn't stop yep. moving. You still no. found other things. So how how did yeah. that when you were injured? And I think yes, that's a good point. And look, historically, when I've had a couple of injuries, the physio has always said to me, "You runners think you just have to run all the time." <laughs> And you don't need to. You only need to run a few times a week. You need to do other cross training. Mm. And so I think that is really important. And I'm lucky. I love swimming. So I sort of picked up and did more swimming um, and, you know, bike riding. Um, So although it wasn't the same for your um, attitude at work, it was still still better than what it would have been had you just stopped. You know, absolutely if you couldn't run it like do any yeah. kind of yes exercise you had an outlet I suppose yeah that's yeah. it and and I suppose it's a reminder not to rely on one thing yeah um, yeah and to have a few different avenues yeah so, we um you know we hear in the media a lot about you know, professional sports people when they and when they can't do yeah. their thing anymore yeah and how hard that can be for us um mentally yep. you um you feel quite sorry for them when we just get a little injury and we can't just do our <laughs> little bit of running for a short yeah. time. Oh, that's awful. Yes. <laughs> so if I was to ask you um, what one thing in your life do you think that running has improved? So without it, your life would not be as good. Oh my gosh, just one thing. For me, it's done lots of really good things. Oh, okay, you can have more things. Can I have more? As I said, for um, for my mental health, I think it's been a saviour. 
Um, I think I love eating, so (laughs) for my physical health as well, so I don't, uh, you know, get too big. Um, But actually probably one of the greatest things I think running has given me is meeting other runners. Runners are a really lovely, friendly group of people, and I've met so many people through running. running. And, you know, now I have lots of groups of running friends, and so... That's just been amazing. That you've even travelled with. Like it's not even just anything where you stay yes. still. Yeah, true. Mm. So my little, you know, marathon posse was getting bigger and bigger pre-COVID. Yes, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> so um, how long do you think you'll run for? So if you've been running for, what, 15, 16 years? Yeah, say? about 15 years. I rested my body for a long time. So, you've got, so you can do a lot more on the other end, isn't that? So that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping I will be able to keep, I'm hoping I can keep running. Um, you know, and I'm constantly inspired by people who are much older than me, who are far better runners than me. And so I see them out running and I think, okay, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, then that I'll be able to keep running into my very very senior years that's awesome Mm. I love that (laughs) um we often talk about the runner's high Mm -hmm. yeah so can you recall a time when you felt well that kind of runner's high you felt so great can you recall what where you were running or what it was like can you tell us about it yeah actually my last runner's I very tragically oh. was when I was doing um gone nuts the trail run uh along the northwest coast and yeah I, it was my first time doing that run and the scenery was just spectacular mm. and I felt the fittest I had felt in a long time and I was running along with the girls that I was on the trip with and I'm going this is fantastic we've got to come back next year we've got to bring the rest of the gang with us and I was running um, with one of uh, my girlfriends and I was saying, I'm feeling the fittest I've ever felt. I can't wait. We're going to be doing the Cadbury um, in a couple of weeks. And what else can we look forward to do? And then splat, I was down at the 18K mark. Went no. down, rolled my foot in a hole. Um, so I was on the biggest runner's high that day and it felt fantastic. And, yeah. and then it just ended in a bit of a... And then it ended. Was that, so, like, is that a 20... Well, you were doing the 25 20, section yeah, of I the doing, 101? Goodness. Yeah. yeah, I didn't do the 101. <laughs> so, yeah, I was doing 25. So I went down at the 18K mark and I walked to the finish line. Of course you did. Yeah. Did they think you did any more damage because you walked? Well, I... Mm, they didn't say so. When I got to the hospital... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the doctor was chatting to me and he was saying, oh, no, that all sounds telling him what I'd done. He said, oh, yeah. no, that all sounds pretty good. I reckon you're okay. Then he took the, the tea towel off my foot that the girls had put on with the ice pack and he went, oh, oh, oh okay. We might just get an X-ray on this. <laughs> oh. And I walked out of the hospital on crutches in an immune boot. And stayed in them for some time. For some time and then I actually had booked um, to do the overland track. So my girlfriend had taken me to the hospital, was waiting outside, and when I came out in my moon boot and crutches, she said, 
do you realise it's six weeks till we do the Overland track? <laughs> Ooh. So I worked with a physio to get on the Overland track um, and did it. Um, but I think that sort of set me back. So when I came back, um, I had, had to have some more x-rays and it was the fracture wasn't healed. So then it delayed my recovery. So did they have to put you back in a moon boot after? I was back in a moon boot for a couple of weeks. Oh, I know. But you did get to go walk. But I got to do the overland track and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was, it's interesting that you said um, that you worked with the physio. Like, again, that was, you had this goal. Yes. And you just needed to work out how to get there and you and yep. you uh, got an expert to come along the journey with you and, I and did. let you know what you should do. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's off, there's some patterns there now. Yeah. <laughs> I really want yes. to do that. I'm gonna, oh, I know. I'm going to get there <laughs> no matter what. Yes. I did the most strength work I've done in my whole entire life in those six weeks. Wow. <laughs> so I could do the Overland track. That's amazing. So. What do you do? Like all this running, mm-hmm. what do you do when the weather's icky mm. and you're just like, we don't always, we're not always feeling as up and, and uh, energetic as the two of you, as the two of us sound right now, I'm sure. <laughs> there, there are days when it's like, no, I just don't want to go for yeah. a run or I just don't want to go to the boot camp or whatever it is. Yes. How do yeah. you get yourself out the door? What's some, do you have any tricks for that? Um, for me, the tricks are um, making sure somebody else is going with me. So yeah. then because I know they're there waiting yeah. or, you know, I've signed up and paid for a boot camp, then I know I've got to go. Yeah. So that really helps. Um, and another really uh, lame motivator for me is to take an Instagram photo of my activity. So it makes me really accountable. <laughs> Now, if anybody wants to check out your Instagram running photos, Mel, where do they go? Apart from Instagram. Uh, Mel J. Ferrier. Excellent. Now, a, a mutual friend of ours who's already been mentioned and already been on the podcast, Bev, yes. and I have had conversations about how long it might take you to set up the photos. <laughs> do some of your running pictures. Can you yes. give us some insight into that? Um. <laughs> yeah, look, it's part of the fun yeah. um, uh, of the run is doing the Instagram photo at the end. And so that is it's actually one of the things when I'm out running, I'm actually looking for photo opportunities because photography is another of my interests. Yeah. So I'm always looking around for something that might look good in an Instagram photo. And so what if it was like in the middle of the run and you have to go back four or five K to get to that good spot? Or do you take the picture in the middle of the run? I don't, often don't take it in the middle of the run, but if it's a really going to be a really good photo and I can't get back there, then I will. Um, but generally I save it for the end. It's the reward. At the end of your okay. run, you take an Instagram photo. Well, that's a calorie-free ca- reward, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I try and capture the photo with people that I ran with. Yeah. Because oh, mm. some of them are very, very, well, actually all of them, uh, very clever like they and you think how did you get all of your friends to jump at different times or whatever whatever it is and it's like and time it just right did you have to take 
10 pictures or yeah we take we take quite a few so I normally just set it on the timer um on my iPhone and then do a countdown and we all you know jump at the same time do you instruct them this is what we're doing (laughs) yes Yes. so some of them are quick but some of them can take uh, a, a little bit more time but I have to say the laughs that come with that um are quite enjoyable <laughs> well that's it's well worth a look everyone um Mel's been doing that actually for quite a few years now so you've got quite a collection on Instagram so if people want to go and see some what the runner's high really looks like um, <laughs> it's actually all captured there um, yes. which I think is very impressive so yeah. I know even when we've tried to capture a few things, Simon and I, it's like, I just don't even know how Mel manages to do some of these things. It's just, it's well Well, beyond. I did actually comment on somebody's photo this week and I said, that's a really cool photo. And she wrote back and said, I actually was inspired by one of your photos. That's so cool. So uh, when's your next run? Like literally, when are, when are you running next? Like uh, my next tomorrow? run will, will be Friday morning. Friday, Friday morning. Yeah. What time? Uh, six a.m. Six. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's not the five o'clock people who started. No, I don't run. No, those five thirty people are a bit crazy. Okay. That's, that's just like yeah. you've got to have a six in the number. So no, I run uh, at six a.m. on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I have any with sixes in them. Unless I go like 9.36 or 9.06. I don't think oh. we get any. <laughs> it's such a silly time, isn't it? All right. Now, um, is there anything about your running journey that we haven't touched on that you think might inspire people to get out there and run or to start running again? I always say to people, like, as I've said, I was not a runner and I was lazy. And I remember after my first marathon, an old work colleague of mine contacting me and going, I still can't believe you've run a marathon. She said, the furthest we ever saw you run was from your office to the staff room for chocolate cake. (laughs) Um, And so I always say to people, anyone can run. If I can run, Mm -hmm. anyone can run. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really just about you know starting small mm-hmm. um, but I think that the story that you told about how you started you know being at the boot camp and mm. and how that got you and then you know you had to go for the run because everybody was going but you'd already had like two months of getting a yes. little fitter it yeah. was um, very clever personal trainer to um, to make sure that your experience of your first longer run yes. was actually not unpleasant because yes. you, you know it was didn't feel impossible to you because you didn't just run 7k out the gate yep um, absolutely I think and that would be there. my yeah that would be my advice to people particularly people like me because I'm not a natural runner mm. so I have to work really hard at it and so doing um that the core work the strength work or the cross training I think really helped me to be able to run. So another question that I ask a lot of people, and just when you're saying that, I'm thinking, I have so many things to do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You have a really busy life. You know, you have a professional career. 
you're in a managerial role. Um, you're busy. And, and I know yeah. you have lots of friends you have to keep up with. So <laughs> how do you fit it in? That's like I there's a lot of people who, you know, they just think I'm too busy to, yeah. to start getting fit. It takes too much yeah. time. Um, for me, the key, and I'm lucky I'm a morning person, mm-hmm. is to do it first thing in the morning. Yeah. Because I always come up with excuses yeah. by the end of the day as to yeah. why I can't run or do some exercise. So I'm lucky, set the alarm early um, and do it. Um, before the day really starts. And I think for me, I am uh, very routine orientated. Uh, I like a schedule. And so it's all scheduled in. So it just happens. It's a, this is what I do on Tuesdays. This yes. is what I do on, you know, whatever day yeah. it is. This is what yeah. I do. I'm yeah. predictable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very predictable. <laughs> um, but I think that's worked for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, We've talked about stress a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, emotion, I guess stress is an emotion, I should ask you. That's, again, more of your profession <laughs> than mine. Um, when it comes to emotion, do you, do you find when you're, I don't know quite how to ask this question, but when you're fitter, um, mm-hmm. and for us that's running, yeah. do you find you're able to regulate your emotions better? Perhaps that's the... Because I find it a bit, it can be a good release, especially if something's going on in my life and you yeah. go, oh, I'm just going to go for a run and you already feel better. And if you're having a low yeah. day, if you're not feeling great, go for a run mm. and you feel better. But just as, even as a mood regulator or as a, mm. an emotion sort of regulator, what, what can you Yeah, absolutely. That is the case for me. Mm. So I find, yeah, if I run or do some sort of, you know, strenuous activity in the morning, then it really sets me up for a great day. Yeah. So physically I feel far more energetic and yeah. uh, mentally and emotionally I'm much calmer. So when you, which actually makes me think of when you say physically, um, when you're training for a marathon though, especially if you're doing yeah. it in the traditional way with the really long distances yes. towards when you get closer to race day, yeah. um, there is a balance that gets tipped that I've, mm-hmm. I've found with the marathons I've done. Um, and that is that you just exhausted actually by the end of, yes. and you just can't wait for the the um, the couple of weeks where you're um, what's tapering, it? tapering, yes. and it's like I just I just want to start tapering because I'm so tired yeah. now. So there's yeah. that. You know, we talk about the running giving us energy, but there's yes. there's some balance or tipping point there where the amount of running or the distance of that we're running um, actually yeah. makes us physically tired. Um, have you found that too? Yeah, that is true with the marathon running, particularly towards the end of the training plan when you're out there running for four hours. Yeah, um, yeah it is exhausting. So the afternoon naps do have to be scheduled. Um, <laughs> Even and, that Monday, that next day at work or wherever, yes. it's like, it's like yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in fact, I started doing some of my long runs on the Saturday for that very reason okay. so that I had Sunday as a recovery day. That's clever. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is a, a fine balancing act. It is, isn't um, it? It makes you yes. wonder how people can. Yes. Do yeah. so many, you know, and the ultras and things. I like know. That. I, yeah, I don't know how people do ultras. Mm. <laughs> the upside of it is you can eat more. So I always used to reward myself with a Magnum ice cream oh, after okay. a long run. <laughs> and were you thinking about that Magnum ice cream Absolutely. for like the last 5K? <laughs> like yeah. Yes. 
I just can't wait to have it. I think about a coffee usually, which is odd. Yeah. Odd. But um, it's good. I like it when I get it. I really appreciate it, I should say, when I get yes. it. Yes. Um, yeah. One of the training things that I've um, taken on a bit this year when I did an ultra earlier in the year was actually to run a lot less. In the training. I recall, re, re, yes, seeing your post about that. Yeah, so um, it's interesting and it's, the, it's been particularly designed for age group runners like us. Okay. Um, so that when we get to the start of those marathons or ultra marathons, we're not already exhausted, exhausted and, or, or injured. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or both, yeah, true. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. And you end up doing a little, you do um, some long-ish runs, but never mm-hmm. any more than... Say if it was a marathon, they say nine miles. So I suppose it's about 15, 16 kilometers. Oh, imagine? wow. Yeah. Um, but you, and you run at a heart rate, but you also do some speed work and you also yes. do um, some strength work as well. Yeah. Um, but you back to back some of those runs. So you end up, so uh, some of your longish runs yes. might be two days in a row, but so you yes. don't just do it all in one hit. Okay. Result, you end up at the start line not uh, as or as fatigued so oh, anyway maybe i might need to try that next I reckon marathon. you would love it actually mm. i think you would really enjoy it the hardest thing is going slower than than you normally run oh i think it, i'd be quite happy to do that <laughs> you would think so but it's like <laughs> what my heart rate is what what i have to do slower this is crazy <laughs> anyway that's fun something you should have to play with yes um, i will Mel. Yes. Do you have or can you give us some mm-hmm. tips for someone who wants to start running or hasn't run for a long time and they're coming back mm-hmm. to it? I know we've touched on it a bit because your story was very much one that I think was demonstrative of, of a way that you can start running without it being, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, horrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> go out and try and run a 5k and that's it like I don't like that so I'm not doing it again (laughs) (laughs) which is not what we want how can we um, get people started running so that they keep running Mm. I think um, maybe look for a a group there's lots of running groups free running groups out and about now that are really supportive or another really great one is park run yeah Um, I really love park run it's very inclusive and as walkers and runners um and so maybe giving that a go and I think if you're like me uh when I first started don't um set your expectations too high so don't think you're going to go and run 5k just aim to run you know for a minute and then walk and um alternate that and slowly build up yeah that's a good point I like that Mm -hmm. especially you know that slowly Yes. Doing it slowly. It's just, yeah, I think oh. that for me that was the key. Mm. Um and and then once you're able to run a little bit, um, you just do start to get that run as high and then you just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Keep going, um, you'll be mar- running marathons soon. Before you know it. Yeah. So well, how important do you think consistency is? um I think that's really important obviously I like consistency (laughs) but but again I think not trying to go thinking oh well I've got to run seven days a week um so just aiming to run you know a couple of times and do some other bits and pieces even you know walking or finding some hills to walk um is a really 
great way to build up um, strength um, and fitness as well. Excellent. All right. Well, we just want more people to start running because we know it's really good for your physical and mental health. Plus you can eat cake and have a glass of red wine. Absolutely. (laughs) Together if you want to. (laughs) That's lovely. All right, Mel. Thank you so much for joining us on Fit Mind, Fit Body and sharing your awesome story with us. It's so cool. I love the, I especially love your, your, um, your travel running. I think that um, just adds another dimension to running, um, you know, getting out there and exploring not just your neighbourhood, which is one way to do some travel running, but also the globe. <laughs> awesome places you can go to. Thanks, Michelle. It's been lovely chatting about running. It has. The next time we um, run into each other in the supermarket or it came out, we can <laughs> support about running. Yes. All right. Stay on and I'll just say goodbye to you off the recording. But um, I, again, I do appreciate you spending some time with us and sharing some of your story. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Michelle. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.